0: Hi everyone, I want to welcome you to your Cub Nation station. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host Veronica Johansson, Director of Communications for Brenham ISD. And in an effort to be transparent and share information, I'll be inviting guests and we'll talk about important news and events. We'll discuss challenges, highlight our successes. And most importantly, I'll be sharing real-life stories of the voices that shape our district. Welcome to the Burnham ISD Today Show where every day is a great day to be a Cub. I'm your host, Veronica Johansson and joining me today is Burnham ISD's social emotional coordinator, Rebecca Waxler. Her primary focus is educating and assisting people to make healthier choices for their lives, mentally, physically, and spiritually. She believes that everything we go through makes us stronger, more educated, and an improved individual. Rebecca is a former English teacher, and she now helps Brenna ISD students and staff make positive life choices by building self-awareness and relationships. Welcome, Rebecca.
1: Hi, Veronica. It is great to be here today.
0: (laughs) It's great having you. So, Rebecca, many of us are looking forward to the Thanksgiving break and the holidays, and we are just counting down those days. For many folks, this is a time of happiness, but for others, this isn't the case. The holidays are generally seen as such as a a positive and festive time. Companies spend thousands and millions of dollars on research before placing ads on a uh, TV creating a happy family atmosphere, but we know that this is a unique year and we're facing a pandemic and this can create anxiety. Yeah. Are there ways to combat that?
1: You know what, it's a good good point that you bring up with this year, especially. all Every year though, the holidays bring such, um, such anxiety. I think it's heightened this year a lot because of the pandemic and everything that we've been going through. Um, you know the main things to really keep in mind when just trying to keep that anxiety level low number one is just moderation just do things in moderation there's no reason to do the overdue you know we all want to um, dress a little better or have our houses a little cleaner or a little bit more decorated um, those kinds of things just keeping the the basically the idea of moderation is going to lessen that anxiety not to have the overdue Um, you know something else is to give yourself permission not to be perfect or not to join into that hype you know Mm -hmm. it's okay you don't have to be um you know everything even if you've you've done things in the past or if family members have expectations it's okay to say you know what Not this year. Not this year. I want the moderation. It's not going to be perfect, and that's okay. It's going to be nice. It's going to be good. Look for those words instead of perfect. Um, That's just setting expectations and setting yourself and others up for failure, which isn't what you want to do. You know, the other thing that really needs to be kept in mind right now is just planning. If you can plan ahead, that's going to keep the anxiety levels down. Not only planning with, um, you know, with your time, as far as parties and gatherings and work and, and everything else that you're juggling with possibly kids or extended family, but also planning a budget how much do you want to spend, and and really holding yourself to that is going to keep those anxiety levels down. When you plan and you don't go over those boundaries that you're setting, then that's going to give you that sense of control and power. And that's the opposite of what anxiety actually is in our lives.
0: That is so true. Yeah, sometimes we spend more money than, than you know, we budgeted. And then the next month you're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay for this? Right, you know, and it's fun
1: in the moment. But mm-hmm. then that also creates, what, you know, it just creates more anxiety because, you know, man, I, I really didn't plan for this. I'm not really sure what that's going to look
0: like. It can it can lead to a lot. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh, okay. So in addition to feeling anxious or overwhelmed, Are there other negative emotions that are more common during this time of year? You know, there are, and we don't really
1: recognize it a lot of times if it doesn't hit us personally. But depressive symptoms, um, this is a huge time for people just to feel lonelier to feel more isolated, to feel like they're not good enough because of all of the holiday hype. Mm -hmm. It's very common. And when we're in the midst of it, we don't recognize it. But when we're alone, sometimes that's what we feel. So you know, really combating that is essential so that it doesn't set in. Um, But whatever those feelings are, just making sure that you're keeping gratefulness at the forefront of your mind. What are you grateful for right now? or today. Um, Focusing on spirituality versus materialism can really help take away that um, those depressive symptoms or those feelings of loneliness. Focusing on volunteering
0: or on just, yeah,
1: especially right here at the holidays. It's needed, Um, especially with COVID. You know, there's, there's a lot going on and there's a lot of really great activities around the community that are helping to provide and give it back, mm-hmm. so becoming a part of that can combat a lot of what um, those negative emotions that could come. Fostering hobbies like painting mm-hmm. or music, things that you've neglected like your plants, you know, things like that are great to really focus on as well. And then the other thing is just really bringing in some positive coping skills. It doesn't have to be anything you know, super in depth. It can be something as simple as just getting, you know, taking a walk, getting a little exercise, or just focusing on your breathing for a few minutes. Those things all tend to increase our serotonin levels. Um, medically, that's proven. And just so, just taking a walk around the block can make you feel a whole lot
0: better. I try to do that, I, and I I'm not sure if you ever if you have ever heard of this, and I might just sound weird right now. <laughs> I think I heard it on Oprah that if you go and stand or sit by a tree and just focus on the tree and nature around you, that it helps you with the serotonin levels and.
1: Absolutely. Anything where you're taking your focus, especially when it's geared on nature and things like that, it does, it does create, um, increase the serotonin levels. So perfect. You're taking your shoes off. You know, our weather doesn't get too, too doggone cold here. (laughs) So taking your shoes off and feeling the grass uh, right here in the middle of, you know, winter where we're, we're, you know, have more shoes on than normal, more Mm -hmm. socks, those kinds of things. Feeling those kinds of things can also really um, release serotonin into the bloodstream and raise those levels Ooh, interesting
0: now do you have any direct suggestions for those dealing with loss of a loved one
1: you know at this time um, that's something we don't think about a lot either unless we've actually had that loss um, happen to us but those that have lost someone over the year over the past year or at Christmas time someone very very close to them that where they shared memories this can be a very difficult time this year that may be a little bit more the case because COVID has has really taken a lot of our friends and family away from us Um, so what I'm gonna suggest people do number one is not to feel pressure not to miss them if you miss them it's okay It's a good thing. You don't necessarily have to be completely jolly during the holidays. If you don't quite feel that festive, it's okay. Acknowledge those feelings. You may need to process those feelings about what it means to not have that loved one during this holiday season. That's okay. On the other side of that coin, you may have lost a loved one and you may not feel it. And that's okay, too. So I don't want people to add that added pressure of, oh, my gosh, I've lost someone. I should feel sad. I shouldn't be celebrating this much or I shouldn't be this happy. Those feelings of guilt, you know, they're not, they're not warranted. And we all grieve in different ways and in, in different instances. So the fact that you're not necessarily feeling a heaviness in your heart, that's okay. You may have already processed it for yourself, so giving yourself permission to do that is really important. As far as someone figuring out what to do with the holiday season, I'm going to encourage people to relive memories from past holidays about that person, Um, the fun stories that they can bring because you're bringing their memory and their spirit back into uh, the holiday season and that's what we want. The other thing is create something lasting. Hey, maybe if they had a favorite food every Thanksgiving or on Christmas Eve, go ahead and make that. Oh, that is a great idea. Yeah, go ahead and enjoy that. That's bringing their spirit back in and celebrating their memory and so and having that continued celebration of life, you know, when they were here and what they brought to our lives.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it could even be a conversation starter. Um, say you have like your, um, grandkids over and, um, you know, you lost your loved one and you are making this special plate that they, that they really enjoyed. So then you can tell them the story on, uh, why Absolutely. their grandparent loved this plate and what they liked about it. And, you know, it just leads to different conversation after that. Absolutely. So... And how can we help ourselves prepare for those tense or awkward moments that often surround family gatherings? This one is a good
1: one because we
0: all have them because we all have family.
1: (laughs) Um, You know, you may have that special person that that you don't look forward to seeing as much as someone else, or that seems to kind of bring a little bit of tension to the room that happens so how do you prepare for it the best offense is a good defense Mm -hmm. and you know that means just preparing for it knowing that it may happen how are you going to respond so think about things in the past you know has have tones risen has the volume gotten a little loud sometimes practice that you know say you know what this year I'm not I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to let that bother me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to excuse myself to the restroom to take a couple of deep breaths. I'm going to walk outside, take a walk with the dog. Um, You take charge of your emotions where that comes. Don't allow someone else to push those buttons. Um, This is your holiday season. And so um, just because someone else might bring a little bit of tension to the room doesn't mean that you have to feed into it. Mm -hmm. Um, And practicing thinking about it. What What would I do? How would I respond? And having a game plan about how you would deal with that is probably the best way to do
0: it. I can just see people right now. They're using maybe their kids. Hey, let's practice when (laughs) Uncle Joey comes over here and he's telling me this. Well, you know, and it is. And it's it's a great way to to
1: work with a family member if there's someone that agrees with you. Say, hey, how would we handle this? And let, you know, let's have a code word, peacock. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, something's really starting to bother me. Oh, did you see that peacock? You know, then everybody knows. Okay, you know. Aunt June's starting to trigger some people. Let's um, let's change the tone of what's going on. So just just planning for those, and maybe they won't happen, and then then the planning was all for naught, and that's what you hope anyway. Right. But in case something <laughs> happens, because hey, we've all seen the movies. We've all seen <laughs> Christmas Vacation. We-
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there have been times where you know, like after a, a, an awkward moment, you're like, man, I should have handled that differently. Right. And you want to obviously avoid that. And that's that's your suggestions to avoid this type. Yeah,
1: look at those situations where you haven't handled it the way you may have chosen and and figure out what you would do differently. It's it's really powerful to be able to do that. Now, in the moment, you don't have time to think about how am I going to handle this differently? And that's why the practice right. um you know, and doing it beforehand is important.
0: All right. Awesome. Great advice there. Now, do you have any tips for eliminating those after-holiday blues? Okay, um, <laughs> you know we get through the holidays. Whoo, you know we did it. We had a
1: great time, lots of going on. But then there's that week. There's that week between Christmas and New Year's that just seems to really hit hard sometimes. Um, and my biggest tip for eliminating that is taking care of yourself physically. And getting plenty of rest during the holidays. So it's preventative measures. Make sure that you're not overindulging in food and drink too much, because that's <laughs> when that that's when that guilt sets in, and those holiday blues really come out after the fact. Is when we we've taken it beyond what we're normally doing. So just keep in mind, you know, having a little extra appetizer at this party, or or possibly you know an extra glass of or whatever it might be. Um, just keep in mind, you know, keep a good self-check on what's going on and try not to overindulge too much. That's going to give you a sense of self-control. And when you roll into that week right before New Year's, you're going to think like, you know what, I've got this. I've got this under control. It, it does give you a sense of self, you know, self-preservation.
0: I need to write this one down, honestly.
1: (laughs) The other other thing is we all use that week to just kind of recap and recoup and rest. But I'm going to urge people also, don't wait till New Year's to set a new goal. I don't necessarily use the word resolution, Mm -hmm. but we all kind of have that new sense of a new start at the New Year. Why wait? Go ahead and get those goals planted. Go ahead and start those things so that you start the new year off and running. You know, we've all had a pretty difficult 2020 Mm -hmm. around the board. Um, So we're all hoping for something really amazing in 2021. Start it as soon as you can. There's there's nothing that
0: says you have to wait till midnight. Right? It's just so weird how we kind of already know, all right, tomorrow's new year and we have to s- kick off this diet or whatever. So don't do that anymore. I, right? don't,
1: I, I don't think so. I think, you know, if you want to make a lifestyle change, right, I mean, immediately after the holidays is a great time to do that. Why give you the so? Why, why take that week away? Um, just go ahead and start. Have that be a gift to yourself that you're giving yourself a new lifestyle or a new habit or a new goal, go ahead and start right then. And that will eliminate that dead week that so many people kind of fall into and say, oh, oh gee.
0: I was reading this one book and I can't remember the book right now, but it was talking about um, when you make the decision to do whatever you wanna do, right? So try to just use this three two one like breathing technique and um it's just like a three two one breathe and then go for it because if you take longer then you're just kind of like putting it off and putting it off and then you put it off so long that you forget (laughs) and it's like hey yeah I meant to um apply for that position or I meant to do this thing and you just don't get to it or you just keep procrastinating and it's right very
1: very good point and I think that procrastination is a is a real um self-motivating killer Mm -hmm. you know we just we we have good intentions but intentions are not actions um you can have the best intentions in the world but um but the proof is in the action so once the intention is there go ahead and start making it happen absolutely
0: Well, Cub Nation, stay tuned. Next week, we'll hear from Amanda Seymour, and she'll provide information on the holiday concert. Cub Nation, don't miss this interview. Thank you again, Rebecca. I appreciate your time. Thank you. It was wonderful to be here today.